Hey listeners, check this out. If you are an Edmonton-based digital content creator and looking for a space for all your digital content needs, check out the Oxymoron Podcast Studio. They offer audio and visual services, as well as editing, recording, and filming digital content. Book your session at theoxymoronnetwork.com and check them out at Oxymoron Podcast on Instagram. Welcome to What's Your Hustle? In this episode, I open 2022 with a guest that puts patience and love into her business. Rafia is the creator and founder of RH Creates, a personalized gifts company out of Toronto. In our chat, we talk about how her business has helped take care of her mental health, find her self-worth, and has allowed her to break all barriers. So let's get into it. Here's What's Your Hustle, RH Creates, with my guest, Rafia. Hey listeners, it's Halima with What's Your Hustle, and I'm here today with our first out-of-province interview. I am with Rafia Haiderali from RH Creates. How are you? I am good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. So for my listeners, uh, Rafia is also my cousin, and she is killing the personal gift items game. She works out of Toronto, and every time I see her gifts, it just, to me, it's like, one, so much pride because she is my cousin, and I'm like, yes, she's doing the thing, and she's her own boss, and two, they're really beautiful gifts that you can give to anyone, and it's very special because they are personalized, and I find that a lot of the times, especially with a name such as Halima in a province such as Alberta, you're never finding, you're never finding a keychain or a coaster or an ornament with your name. So I think what's really special is to have these personalized gifts and feeling that, you know, you're included and you have something for yourself. So that's why I think RH Creates is pretty dope. Wow, like, that's really nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is true. I could never find anything with my name on it, especially a name with an apostrophe in it. You don't really find, you know, things with um, unique names on it. And I thought, okay, like, I want to make cool stuff with my name on it and, like, other unique things, because why not? <laughs> like, we deserve cool stuff, too. We do. So, I mean, I think I think starting this was um, more of, like, making stuff for myself. And I thought, okay, I think other people would like it, too. Why not, like make it a whole platform and obviously Instagram is our friend and put everything out there and the response has been wonderful. I think people are very like kind and responsive on the um, arts and crafts world. So I mean, <laughs> that's, that's been fun. <laughs> Who is the person behind RH Creates? Um, just a regular 27-year-old from Toronto <laughs> trying <laughs> to keep busy. I mean, um, I work my regular job in the daytime and I realized like I need something else that's for me you know that serves me and I thought okay let me do something that will make me happy and starting this little venture um has definitely given me more purpose (laughs) so I think um being able to do something as you know as fun and creative has made me more happier so I would say I'm that person behind RH Creates <laughs> a happier person. I mean, um, yeah, I work a regular job, and I was like, all right, this is, like, it's fun, but I need something more. So, and Toronto, Toronto is what it is. Like, it's boring. Like, you, all you do is what? 
party and there's nothing else out here. So finding something that excite was exciting was more of my um, interest behind this. <laughs> we talked a little bit about it in the intro. Um, what, from your perspective, what is RH Creates and when did you get started? Uh, RH Creates is my passion project. Um, I started earlier in 2020, like spring. Oh, I actually bought my cricket machine like in January and I just like sat in the house. I, I wasn't opening it. I was just like staring at it. And then one day I'm like, you know what? Let me get started. Like, let me like make, you know, make use of this thing. And then I obviously went down the rabbit hole. Like I started digging into like, oh, things I can do. I'm like, wow. And then I came across, um, resin art and I'm like, wow. Okay. I can combine my resin art and customize it with the cricket and make it something amazing and personalize everything. And obviously, you know, you keep going, keep going. And I found all these amazing things that I can create. And I was, I was like, all right, I can do this. Like, it's so, super simple, you know. And I, like, I saw all these beautiful things. I'm like, I can totally do everything myself. Like, I don't need, um, you know, I, just, I don't need anybody to do it for me. And then I opened up that can of worms and just started creating stuff. <laughs> it's we- been slow and steady, but I've enjoyed it. <laughs> What was your inspiration behind starting RH Creates? We know that we talked a little bit about having something unique for you when it started, but also having something unique that you could share with your family and your friends. Was that part of the inspiration behind it? Sharing um, gifts with people and also finding something to personally fulfill me was more of an inspiration too. Like, you know, the pandemic hit and we were just stuck inside. There's no more... There's no more social life, which is, you know, fine. I'm an introvert anyways, but, you know, there's no more commute to work. So it was literally just waking up, logging on, working, and then logging off, and then that was it. So I felt so, you know, unfulfilled with my day-to-day. I needed something to make me happy. And it was more of a personal fulfillment before I began thinking about personal gifts for people and family and friends. So I was like, okay, how can I make myself happy? And then when I got going, I'm like, okay, people would like this too. And I said, okay, let me share a little bit of it. And finding that for you, has it, like, given you more confidence in yourself and helping you get out of your shell as an introvert? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Being able – I don't use social media. I'm not – I'm a um, watcher. I don't post. Like, I'm not big on the Instagram game. So being able – having to post my things and, you know, interact with people has definitely made me – come out of that shell, forced me out of that shell, which has been a good thing. I, and I've enjoyed that process more than I thought I would. Like, um, communicating with random people I don't know because their orders has been fun. Like, learning what they like has been interesting. Um, and it's given me more confidence to talk about what I do, what I enjoy, even, like, at work, like, random things, random projects, um, how I can use my day-to-day project skills at work and how I apply it towards my RH Create products, what I create. How can I use the same methods, and then execute, you know, whatever little thing I'm going to make. What are some of your products within RH Creates? Okay, well, I wrote this down because I'm going to forget. So, since I started with the resin items, um, I do a lot of resin coasters. Everything can be customized. I freaking personalize it any color. So the coasters, the resin trays. um, I recently started doing the big resin trays with handles on it. The resin keychains with the floral are my favorites like those, um, the dried flowers inside, um, are fun to do. I'm going to start trying to do like other coffee beans or random things inside the keychain, spice it up a little bit. I 
I started doing resin trinket trays. So you can put like your jewelry, your earrings, little cute tidbits inside those. I started customizing with names as well. The personalized glassware, you know, um, stemless wine glasses, wine glasses, coffee mugs, anything cute. Um, I did a few resin dog bones as well for a friend who had a little puppy. So that's for cute. That. Cake. <laughs> cake toppers and the cupcake toppers, you know, I did a few cute ones for Halloween. It doesn't have to always be happy birthday. It can be something inappropriate as well, too, <laughs> for the cupcake toppers. Um, I've been doing personal event signage um, for birthday parties or any type of event. Um, I did a business sign the other day for a salon. Um, also, the custom acrylic bookmarks are pretty popular right now, too. So a simple book- bookmark with, you know, your friend or family's name on it with a few little tassels, a nice gift. That's been really popular, and it was the holiday season. Um, the ornaments are pretty popular now, too, because obviously Christmas is right around the corner. So anything, um, any cute thing on the ornaments I've added in. And then hopefully I want to start doing floral preservation, so bridal bouquets, um, boutonnieres, you know, anything like that, that any occasion that happens, they can send me the flowers. I'll hopefully you know, try to pre- preserve it in the resin and make it last a lifetime that way so your your bouquet will never dry out on you. <laughs> Do you have a favorite product? Uh, right now, the keychains are my favorite. They're the most therapeutic to make. And I don't know why, because they require so much fine detail. And it's very frustrating, but I love those ones the most. Probably because it's so frustrating and when it's finished, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it's very fulfilling. <laughs> like you mentioned, like... The keychains take a, quite a bit amount of time to complete because they are in such fine detail. What is your overall process like for different pieces? Yeah, I like to plan everything before I start it just because, like, I think it's the control freak in me. Like, I need to write it down and organize it. Also, um, when I write it down, I'm like, okay, I, this is what I'm going to make. And then I will then you know, look at my product and see what I have on hand and then start taking out what I already have and placing it, you know, lining it up so when I'm ready because resin's pretty, um, it's interesting to work with because you have to be quick because once, once you start pouring, it hardens and then you're, you know, if it hardens on you, like you're, that's it. <laughs> so I also don't want to waste anything. So then I plan everything pretty properly and then I will get going. I'll find like a good song or a good Netflix show and put it on while I'm going so that it, it kills the time. But being able to, you know, do the fine details as I'm going along has helped me. It taught me a lot of patience because I would, before this, I would just throw the whole project away, call my dad or something, and just not do it myself. So it taught me a lot of patience how to do things myself. And um, project management skills came into play and problem-solving skills came into play. (laughs) How can I fix these things quickly and still make it look beautiful and not waste any product. I don't want to, you know, it's still a chemical. I don't want to, you know, create too much waste while I'm making things. So that has been the process of creation, planning, and then starting. (laughs) (laughs) And we we had a bit of a chit chat earlier uh, before we recorded the episode. You always need to call your dad for something, (laughs) whatever it, it will be. You need to call your dad. No matter how old you get, call your dad. Yeah. They will fix it. They'll fix it. They'll try. They'll fix it. They'll try. They'll try. They inevitably want you to try it yourself, but they'll try because they're good dads. (laughs) Yes. 
Right now you are online, like we said, through Instagram. How do you navigate starting an online business, especially when you started at the height and the start of COVID? I got, someone gave me advice on my friends and was like, just start it. And because I was like tinkering around, like, I like this thing, I don't know how to do it. And he's like, just start it. So that's literally, I think that was the most general advice, but it's very true. Just start it, like, just make the page, just, you know, post whatever you have and let everything fall into place. Like, I don't really have, I didn't have much of a plan. Like, I wrote down a little bit of a business plan, you know, on my computer, what I thought I wanted to do and how I want to price things and what to purchase. So then I just started posting and then um, I was initially distracted because everyone has, like, really organized pages. They have great themes. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. And I thought, no, if I keep waiting for that perfection, I'm never going to get to it. So I just started posting whatever I had and what I was making and then I, you know, slowly I've been putting it into like my vibe and trying to make it more of my thing as I post. I'm like, okay, this looks more like a repeat thing to do. And that's just it. I love the beauty of what you said of, you know, if you're waiting for it to be perfect, you kind of are never going to do it because yeah. it's never, honestly, it's never going to be as perfect as you want it to do and I feel that more and more time will pass you by and then you'll get more and more yeah. unmotivated to do it if you're waiting I for perfection life, I think that's been a life lesson with this whole thing is like don't wait and I have I'm probably really guilty of that with so many personal things too like I'm waiting for the perfect moment the perfect moment for everything and then um time does like time is fleeting like <laughs> like it's 2022 <laughs> 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 Yeah. get going and um whatever even if it's not perfect and it's not like up to quote-unquote instagram standard just post it just do it and eventually you'll find your knack and it'll fall into place a little better yeah and if it's a path that i find that you believe in and you're doing it first and foremost for yourself not even for the people that follow you or your family and friends if you're doing something you love and find enjoyment for yourself first and put that work in, you're doing that work for yourself. And I think that that's exactly. really important. It, it ends up being more genuine that way too. Um, I think if I did it for, yeah, obviously I do it for people at this point, but at first when I started doing, doing it, I'm like, but it's because I liked it. I thought, oh, this is pretty. <laughs> I wanted to make pretty things really. <laughs> and then, then it became more of, um, became a passion project because I genuinely liked it so then I'm like people would like it if I show that I like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I think in terms of this somebody will do something that you didn't even know that you liked or yeah. an item or have something like those resin trays that you make are so beautiful <laughs> and I was like when mom and dad come to Toronto I'm like I'm putting my order in can you just bring this back <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm down. <laughs> the coat, the resin trays, like um, um, when I when I make them, and then the first time I made it, I was just like, wow, like I came out really good. And then the next time I made it, I stuck candles on it, like I figured out how to put like candles on the tray. I'm like, wow, this is really pretty. <laughs> like, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> and especially in this aesthetic of glowing up, I think that it just fits so well in your like 
in your, you know, vibe and just, just having glamorous things. I think that we all need glamorous things. And yes, everyone needs a glamorous tray or a coaster. It doesn't matter. Like, I love the minimalistic vibe. Everyone, yeah, I love that too. But no, do glam. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Especially if you are, you know, able enough to have your own place and you can just make it your own. And the nice thing about yours being custom is that it can fit anybody's aesthetic to what they want their house to be. And it is in that glamorous sort of way, just being like, see, I can afford nice things. Look at me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Affordable things that are still glam. It doesn't have to break your bank, you know, cute and custom. (laughs) We have markets like all over the place, especially all season every year. Toronto, is it, is there something similar to that over there? I'm sure because of such a huge province, there must be. So guys, look out for it. Our age crates is coming 2022. 2022. <laughs> out and out and live with probably her niece could uh, her niece could be her hype man sitting beside her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, can, she can showcase my product. Yeah. She's my only employee. She doesn't wrap very well, but we'll have to keep her on staff. I mean, by 2022, she'll she'll get a hang of it. <laughs> How has finding this hobby and this passion? helped you with your mental health immensely it has really i i think i didn't realize how stressed out i was until the end of 2020 um end of 2020 to begin 2021 because obviously um everything was still up in the air they're telling you oh you may go back to the office so like pandemic is you know still here or we're gonna be in a lockdown ontario wasn't like a non-ending lockdown <laughs> for like ever and they, they weren't getting us out of it and then I realized, I was like, I need to find something to make myself happy. I didn't realize, like, how stressed out I was until um, I started it. And then I felt so relieved. I'm like, wow, I was really stressed out after. But so it's really helped me find an outlet, like, to make myself happy and to separate, like, you know, work and home. Because work is home right now. <laughs> so it has really helped me to find something to make myself happy. And... Now that I've been doing it for a few months and we're ending off another year of being at home, I realize how much more happier I am. And it's really alleviated that mental pressure. So you, you don't really, I didn't realize like how lost I was in the whole loop of everything until I got going with something that's for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for my employer. It wasn't for anybody. It was for me. I'm like, wow, this has really made me happier. Mm-hmm. So now I feel so much more happier. Like I'm so much more relieved. Like I feel relaxed. Like I feel good. <laughs> Yeah. And I think the key message there is 
we need to start doing things for ourselves. Because the more and more we keep living behind, like, oh, I need to work, and that's all I do, and then I turn on the TV, I'm not really living. I'm not, you know, you could go out, you could do this, you could do that, but to have some sort of thing that allows you to be creative and explore different things and have, just switch your brain, completely switch your brain to something else. And it forced me to prioritize myself. I didn't realize how much extra time I was spending at work, too, because, you know, I'm not catching a train anymore, like, I'm already home. It, I would be, like, 7 o'clock and I was still logged on. I'm like, well, <laughs> I need to log off now. And then doing this, I realized I plan my days more better. I'm like, no, I'm logging off at this same time every day and working on my project for me. And um, giving myself a purpose has forced me to prioritize you know, be a little selfish, prioritize myself. Yeah. So that, that has given me the purpose to do that. I can easily say no to my, you know, my team, no, I got a lot off, I have to go do my, my passion project. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And, you know, putting yourself first, like, I feel like a lot of times when you hear the word selfish, it has a negative connotation. But I feel that being selfish in this way, if I can take the time and take an hour to 45 minutes to do something for myself, it helps me prioritize the other people around me. And if I'm taking care of myself, then I'm like, okay, I'm good, I'm set. Now I am able to take care of those around me. Exactly. I can give love to everyone else because <laughs> I know I love myself. Yes. That's basically it. <laughs> love yourself, people. That is first, well, <laughs> first and for foremost. Love yourself. Ain't nobody gonna love you like you. That's right. <laughs> What lessons have you learned about yourself since starting this business? I know we talked a little bit about gaining a bit more confidence and prioritizing yourself. What else have you learned? I, I think I learned that I love to see things end-to-end. Like I, I knew I like projects, but I love to see the creation of things and then completed projects of things. So being able to see something step-by-step, step, um, I didn't realize how much I liked it. I didn't realize how much I loved, like, the process of things. <laughs> I learned that about myself. I learned how to be patient with myself, too. Um, I would get so frustrated when I first started. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it's never going to be, you know, it's never going to come out. It's going to suck. <laughs> so I learned to give, be patient with myself because you do, everything does take time. And you do learn as you go, and you're allowed to make mistakes. And I hate making mistakes when it came to anything personal, you know, private. So being able to do this and make mistakes and learn from it, I learned to be more patient with myself in every learning process because eventually, you know, you get better with time with everything you do. Because what I know now, what I what I know when I started is like a whole different ball game. Like I know so much more now about resin stuff, and I'm sure I'll keep learning about like arts and crafts and you know creating projects as I keep going. So you're constantly learning, and I kind of learned it's okay to keep learning that you don't have to be perfect, and that really. Um, push me outside of my comfort zone because I tend to be a little bit control freak with things. So that has forced me to not um, give myself that kind of stress and be gentle with me a little bit, a little more. Do you find that as a people who, I know for me, I'm the same way. Like we have to work, we have to do this, we have to do that and take care of our, take care of people around us, keep order, give, give so much to a job that, you know, pays our bills and treats us well, but we forget to, like, take care of ourselves. Do you find that as a people, there's, like, a stigma on 
always learning and taking care of yourself and just being okay with like, I don't know everything. Do you feel, do you find it very hard that, you know, we have to know everything, especially in this like middle generation of like keeping our parents like old school value, but also being that transition piece to new things? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's very true. I never thought of it that way, but it it's um, I think being like I mean, my parents are pretty like open about us continuing, always learning. So that has been like I know some other families aren't the same, and they're like you know more there's a lot more pressure. So I think being in a good home has really helped with the learning process to know that you know you're constantly supported to keep learning, keep growing. You know, you're never too old to keep learning something. And that's always been, like, the lesson my mom. You're never too old for education. Like, she means that, like, not only school education, but everything you do, you're never too old to keep learning, keep evolving. But there's definitely a stigma behind, like, I think there's a personal pressure I put on myself, too, Mm -hmm. to um, be perfect and know it all. And you have to have everything organized. And how come you're not doing all these things? I don't know where that came from. But (laughs) But pushing that back and doing it more for me at my own time has really made me happier like I'm not focused on anybody else but me yeah (laughs) selfishly (laughs) and I think also when you come from like a cultural background so for the listeners you know that I am Guyanese Raph is Guyanese as well um coming from that cultural background of breaking that barrier of you know living on your own and not being married when they told us to be married right and like (laughs) And, like, you know, and my parents, like, our parents never put pressure on either of us to do these things. And I feel like it's a lot more societal pressure to do these things. And, therefore, we internalize that pressure and put that pressure on ourselves. I'm letting you know now, as 32 and going through therapy, I'm probably, by societal Guyanese standards, if you go back to Guyana, probably expired for marriage. But I'm letting you know now. You don't need it. You don't need that. No, you no. don't need to put that pressure on yourself because it'll drain you more than anything will drain you in the world. Yeah, and break every barrier. Like, I think that's one thing I learned this year as well, especially with the mental health subject, is break every barrier. Like, don't let that topic of, you know, the word therapy is so, like, um, it's like a negative word. It's really not yeah. a bad thing. No. It's really not a bad, a bad thing. Like, you know, we have the, the available, it's available to us here in North America, which we're lucky to have, like, use it, you know, use all the resources you have, do things for you, break all the barriers, live on your own, you don't need a man, no. <laughs> <Do anything. laughs> except for your dad. <laughs> it's also okay to ask for help, whether from your dad or your friend or whoever, it's also okay to ask for your help, but the key thing is, like, take the pressure away, like, and like Raf said, break yeah. your barriers. Break every barrier you have. Like, if somebody tells something, no, break it. <laughs> no. And no... <laughs> and no is a full sentence. Just no, yeah, and that's 100%. it. It's a full sentence. Know, you don't need to wait for anybody to travel. You don't need to... Well, pandemic. <laughs> you don't need to wait for anybody to travel, to live on your own, to do anything that makes you happy. Once you're healthy, that's all that matters. That's right. Raph, what are your top five songs? Oh my god, so I thought about this, and to think of top five songs, I was like, I don't even know the top five movies. Alright. I'll tell you like this. Okay, <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a little old lady, so my top five movies are Gone with the Wind, The Sound of Music, <laughs> Fried Green Tomatoes, Steel Magnolia, um, Made in Manhattan. 
Those are my thoughts. Wait in my head. Not that old. But those other ones, babes. <laughs> those <laughs> are great those movies. <laughs> and the theme. <laughs> Anything with Julia Roberts. <laughs> and those movies are like female driven, independent, speak your mind, do your thing. Those are great yeah. movies. You're right. There's a theme here. There's <laughs> <laughs> a theme. It's a theme. <laughs> Where can the people find you to order their custom gifts? So for now, I'm more on Instagram, so you can look me up at rhbeats underscore. I am also on Facebook, and I'm hoping in the new year I will um, launch a little website so it'd be easier for everyone to put orders if they're not familiar with Instagram or Facebook, not their thing. Um, so yeah, hopefully in the new year I will do a little bit of a website, but for now, find me on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram. <laughs> Listeners, I will put the details on how to contact Rafia of RH Creates in the details of this episode. Rafia, I want to thank you so much for sitting down with me. It's amazing to see you just grow and become this boss of your own making, really, and, you know, killing it and finding something that you love and that you're passionate about that just makes you feel better and makes you feel confident and it's good to see you glow and shine and i want to thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us on the episode that's so kind halima thank you for having me thank you for making me do this definitely you know made me come outside of my comfort zone that was definitely i'm so nervous you know you're a great host you're very inviting and warm thank you this has definitely been fun oh this is actually a great experience you know to do something new this whole year i've done so many new things that have forced me outside of my little comfort zone, so I'm definitely um, happy to be a part of this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening to What's Your Hustle, created, produced, and hosted by yours truly, Halima Hussein. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Your Hustle Podcast. Subscribe, listen, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify, as well as anywhere else you stream podcasts. And until next time, whatever your hustle is, you got this.